Warning, we're going to be discussing events for currently running weekly anime. If you want to avoid spoilers for certain shows, there are timestamps in the description. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the TimeSync Anime Podcast. I'm Jay, and this is my co-host Rex. Hey, we're, uh... We're finally getting ready to start the summer season soon. Yes, yes, yes. Long days and long and a longer list of anime that we need to get through, so let's get right to it, huh? This is summer 2019. We have been officially doing this for pretty much a year now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, a year since we started this channel. I, like, I'm actually pretty happy with how things have gone at this point. It's kind of weird to think that we've been recording these for about a year now. Yeah, time goes by... I will say time goes by a little faster when I'm paying so much attention to the anime seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, oh, shit, it's already been three months. Yeah, and... Like, it feels like um spring season just started and it's already almost over. Yeah, and we've had, like, a... We've had a crazy spring season, though, because we've been trying out, like, new things, like trying to uh, switch up our format and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Which, admittedly, just... Hasn't been working. <laughs> we thought we thought that if we like switch to a tri-weekly basis, that we'd be able to like just do the like just do all the shows, but then also have more free time to record other stuff that we wanted to do. Thing is, neither of those things happened. So yeah, because work and whatnot, work and just kind of a combination of yeah. laziness and just kind of getting apathy. It's like oh, because when we don't have to like worry about a weekly schedule we kind of were like oh we can catch up with it next week or whatever <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, let's talk about the new anime coming out next season because yeah like you said there's a long list and some real bangers in here some really good things and some really bad things and things i'm not entirely sure how to feel about judging from the pvs that we've seen because we've we looked at the PVs, how we always prepare for these. We look at the PVs of just about anything we can get our hands on. And just pretty much everything. Yeah, pretty much everything goes up at this point. So a special thanks to what the you we there was a YouTuber who had um, uploaded most of the PVs and what that wasn't. There's uh, a couple different ones. Yeah. Well, there's one that in particular that I think of them like One, like One San, I think their name is like O-N-E-S-A-N. I don't know. Something like that. We'll probably uh, put it put it like in the description, like link to some of the PV videos. Um, in the meantime, I'll start us off with a certain scientific accelerator. It, I I don't know how to feel about this because you actually had per, had uh, expressed your disdain with uh, the third season of Index. Yeah, I still haven't even finished it. Yeah, me neither. I I, I dropped it because it was uh, incredibly rushed. Uh, it was less visually impressive than the other seasons. And they changed the goddamn sound yeah, effects. Yeah, they changed the, the fucking Imagine Breaker sound. It's yeah. Just, so, it, they changed it from, like, the, 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 the traditional sound it was to, like, a car driving by just, really fast. It's like a vacuum sucking something up that it's not supposed to. Yeah, so, needless to say, I have recently been not happy with JC stuff. Um, they, they're also doing One Punch Man. Oh, yeah. Which I stopped watching as well. Now, to be fair, and this is something that I have brought up, it's not necessarily the, it's not necessarily the studio's fault that things turn out bad. It could be a True. It could, it isn't entirely. Like, but at the end of the day, the responsibility falls on the studio. Because they are the one producing it. They're the one putting the money forward. And whether or not they get like talented directors or not is a matter of opinions. And also just kind of a matter of the product itself. Because if you compare, for instance, one Punch Man season one, Madhouse did not have as like near like as big of a budget or staff or any whatever have you that it had no bigger than your average stuff, like average things across the board, average funding, staff, everything. But everybody they got on board was just so like passionate about mm-hmm. it and it showed in every frame. Let's talk about Accelerator. I actually am looking forward to this. So, before we watched the PVA, I was like, ah, I don't know what to think about it. I'm not really excited, but uh, the PV looked very visually impressive. They got a different art director. Yeah, the art. I noticed that, too. I was like, okay, this art looks different. Just very different. Yeah, um, it just looks, it looks more visually impressive. They have the voice actor for Accelerator. It, uh, yeah, and he's doing great as per I, usual. I, I, I just... 
I, I love that voice actor. He's just so, like, he gets so into it. Yeah, and you have to remember, this was his first role. This was the role that kick-started his career, so yeah. obviously he's going to bring his A-game to this. So it seems like... It really seems like they're trying to build a, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe for Index. Well, and that is kind of, <laughs> that is kind of the thing they did, sort of, because everybody... With, with, with um... With Railgun. Railgun, yeah. Because everybody loved Railgun, and they decided, let's explore... Because Index is more about exploring the magical side of things, whereas uh, Railgun and by proxy Accelerator is more about exploring the scientific side of mm. uh, Academy City, which... The scientific stuff is incredibly fascinating, and it's Accelerator. We get to see Accelerator do crazy Accelerator yeah, things. Being a quote-unquote villain yeah. that he is. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm not entirely sure uh, when this is taking place. It showed him with his uh, with his crutch. And his collar, yeah. And his collar, so uh, I think it might be partly alongside Season 3. Probably not, actually, because there was a lot of Accelerator in Season 3. Yeah. So maybe it's after or before or something. There's it, um, Mis- Misaka? Yeah, little, Misaka clones. Yeah. And then First Order, or Last Order. Last Order, yeah, yeah Last little, Order. Little one's name. Yeah, Last Order. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know entirely what the, the story's gonna entail, but I mean, I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm... I personally am looking forward to it, like, because... I want to see JC staff and the like improve from where they were before with the botched uh, third season of Index because I was super hyped for Index. I'm sure a lot of people who were waiting for season three of Index is like, oh man, season three of Index is finally here. Yeah. And I remember it's a binging all of Index and loving it. Yeah, because <laughs> Index is just so much fun. And then season three hit and I'm like, well, yeah. this kind of sucks. So yeah, looking forward to this. Hopefully, if it does well, we can get like a like like a certain robot tr- rolling around maid or, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get her a spinoff series or, <laughs> or some shit like that. Indeed. Uh, yeah, but next up, uh, we got a uh, a new action adventure from. It's a collaboration between uh, Studio White Fox and Studio Azred. Azred. I think it is Azred. Um, the White Fox. You know, they the name speaks for itself. Yeah, we have Re Zero, Stein's Gate, and Goblin Slayer. Yeah. Most recently, uh, as far as I can remember, Asri, They did like Shuffle, uh, Miraniki. Did you watch Shuffle? No. Okay, seen. Shuffle was okay. I'll, I'll just say that Shuffle was okay. But I did watch Future Diary, and as much as I like that show, I recognize it as also an incredibly trashy show. So this uh, this is called a. Uh, Adifurata, From Commonplace to the World's Strongest. And it is an isekai where the main character is uh, he is just your average high school student, blah, blah, blah. We've uh, heard trans- plot point ad nauseum yeah, at this uh, point. H- him and a bunch of classmates were transported into another world to be the heroes of the world. Except he was... Uh, everyone else got cool jobs and he got a synergist. Yeah, synergist is what they call it. Which is basically just a crafter class. Hmm. Uh, and then he falls into an abyss and meets a little girl or something. I don't know if it's a little girl or, like, some kind of creature. It, to be honest, it sounds like it's kind of riding on S.H.I.E.L.D. heroes' popularity. A little bit, a little, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, the it's the isekai, prota- it's the isekai protagonist, except not really, because yeah. he's actually in the suckiest class that it he is can a, possibly... It is a light novel, so... <laughs> so, I figured out that light novel adaptations can be either really good or really bad. Like, especially isekai stuff. I mean... One of the best light novel adaptations that I've seen recently was uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. That was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great. And so I'll, I'll withhold judgment. I don't entirely know who the staff behind this is, like who like the major director taking point on this is. But uh, I like White Fox. I think White Fox has made some good stuff. I absolutely adored Goblin Slayer. Yeah. So I think that, uh, I think that they could... Uh, that this could actually be a it's decent worth, it's show. It's worth giving a shot. Exactly. At what, least. And whether or not we'll be talking about it throughout the entire season, that'll be uh, that'll be something we determine as the weeks go on. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get edged out, is my guess. Yeah, probably. Because we're, we're, uh, we're only going to be like talking about six shows this season, mm-hmm. as opposed to what we've done in the past, which is 12. So we're going to figure that out as we go along. So next up. 
Astra Lost in Space. The year is 2061 when space travel is now possible, blah, 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 blah. Basically, <laughs> basically a bunch of students get transported to the far reaches of space and they're, they have to try and es- like escape back to their home planet. As far as I, is what I understood uh, yeah, from it's, it. It's, uh, it looks like a survival series, really. They're, um, they're like stuck in, yeah, some lost reaches of space, which I want to point out that their trip to another planet was supposed to be just a school trip. Yeah. So, like, they're high school students, and they're like, oh, yeah, go on your, your planetary camp. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, planetary camp is what they called it. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is an adventure series, uh, done by Studio Lerche. Oh, yeah, Lerche. They were the ones behind, uh, Kino's Journey, right? Like, uh, I'm not sure. They, uh, they'd also be. Okay, yeah, okay. Also be also about to say, yeah, Kino's Journey. <laughs> we talked about that last year. How, how interesting. Yeah, um. Yeah, they're, they're, Lurchie's been a, did a bunch of stuff. I actually, judging from the first PV, it was just like a girl kind of floating in space, kind of panicking, and I'm actually kind of fascinated by that. Like, it kind of stressed me out a little bit. Yeah, like, because <laughs> it's, it's kind of claustrophobia, because you're just, but instead you're just surrounded by so much open space where there's just literally nothing to gravitate to or grasp onto, so you're just getting stressed out from that, and... I don't know. I don't know if the if it claustrophobia would apply, but I just imagine that that whole situation, that feeling, would be terrifying. It's the opposite of claustrophobia. Yeah, because instead of being trapped, well, I guess the suit is where you're trapped in, but it's yeah. just like space. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, so much empty space. That, the the second PV was far more like generic anime people looking. Yeah, exactly. Just like oh, there's it's like there's a there's like a rugged protagonist and stuff like that he's gonna be and he's going to be plucky and awesome throughout this yeah. entire thing uh, yeah the it was very tonally different from yeah the first and second pv it it looks like it's not gonna be a super dark series like they're probably all gonna get back onto the planet and it might just I, be a more of like the journey and how yeah. they get back home that and that could be fascinating unless they pull just like a random like third three episodes and someone dies Someone dies in a horrible way. Like, they get randomly hit by an asteroid or something and just get, like, taken away or killed by an alien. So, yeah, worth worth checking out, Mm -hmm. at least. Uh, So next up we got a uh, horror... Well, it's called horror. It didn't look very horror. Just judging from the trailer, did not Um, look horror in the slightest. Yeah, it's it's being done by... uh, What was it? Lando or Land Q Studios and And Production Production IG. IG. It's a collaboration called uh, BEM. I think it's it's probably not BEM. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a so you got a future or I'm not sure it's future or not. Um, it's a it's a city where you know there's like the ghetto side and then the the upper crust side. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the port town Libra City. So and then you have um, an investigator who's going over to check out the the shitty part of this uh, of the city for like uh, some extra work or something and then there's a bunch of monsters that the, i think the thing is they have the ability to look like people yeah i think judging from the trailer yeah that's what it i think that was their claim to fame but they are there's something about them that kind of betrays their true nature but uh and so they're not entirely able to live normal lives yeah they but their their goal is to fight for the sake of humanity so be if that means they're good guys or bad guys really know because they could be like you know we're we're the good guys, but also we're killing people for their own for their own good, absolutely, uh, or something. Uh, but I think the story is mostly going to follow her. the The PV didn't really show us much, except it was just like a funky character. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it looked like. It was mainly just like kind of uh, introducing the characters, and I don't think there were like any subtitles, so we couldn't really hear what, or read what the characters were thinking, really, because I don't speak fluent Japanese. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't have any subtitles, so we couldn't even it looks, uh, discern what they were thinking. It looks like it's worth taking, uh, taking a look at. Yeah. Uh, the character designs were really interesting looking. Yeah, the character designs look look good enough. And, and the, that's the premise enough. sounds good. It sounds relatively generic, but we can see how they pull that off. Because, as I have said multiple times, there are no original ideas. Everything is a, everything is a copy. And it's just how each director, artist, etc. brings new life to a dead genre. And who knows? The weird thing is that it is called a horror show. Did not look anything horror yeah. Look, maybe at more action sort of deal, but 
Who knows? Maybe the PV wasn't didn't show nearly what it could. So next up, quite possibly one of the most awkward looking shows, Copcraft. Um, this is a, an action fantasy by uh, Millipensy Studio, which, which if you if if you don't know, are the studio that were <laughs> behind both Berserk, the new series of Berserk, both seasons, and those are kind of infamous for being not good. Yeah, and this kind of show that it's much of the same. To be quite honest, it was really. In the action scenes, it looked good. Yeah, like, there was a lot of action shots in the trailer It looked really good, like, but they like had walking. They, yeah. they had berserk walking. Oh, God, it looked so <laughs> bad. And, like, the like the action scene that I that most struck out to me was when a guy pulls a gun, the main character, like, grabs his arm, like, kind of knocks it away, and then, and then punches him, and it looked relatively fluid. And, but at the same time, just, yeah, that walking, it looked absolutely awful we saw like the mm-hmm. first shot it showed somebody walking we're like oh god that didn't look good and then the next uh, second pv yeah. it showed like the main character walking we're like was he supposed to be walking <laughs> yeah, i read to rewind it and watch it a few times it's like oh that looks so bad it, so so it's like um it's like a parallel world is kind of touching our world yeah it's sort of merging yeah so there's like a just this uh, the 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 new city that everybody wants to live at because it's got people it's got uh, uh what were they the, the other people like elves or fairies yeah, fairies yeah. and demons so yeah, it's like a buddy cop show with this gruff grizzled uh cop guy and who's then, played by Kenjiro Suda yeah uh and then a uh, like a female knight like a fairy knight or yeah. something like that and it just seems like it could be as generic as humanly possible but at the same time. I mean, I like buddy cop shows, or at least I like the I, I like them when they're done well. And conceptually, it sounds like it's like, okay, that's bizarre. I'll give it some rope. But at the same time, this studio has just churned out garbage. Yeah, and especially that they're showing, like, that really rough animation in, in the trailer. Yeah, this is like, this is almost like One Punch Man Season 2 levels of bad in the trailer. <laughs> almost. Yeah. I don't know, I'd put it worse. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. Because one, like the the animation in that trailer was at least animation. Yeah, not just fucking using the move tool in Photoshop to move a thing along. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that this was actually a Ninja Slayer season two. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out just because I want to see if it's garbage or not. I I kind of want to too, if for no no reason other than hearing uh, Kenjiro Suda being a badass because. Mm-hmm. I like Kenjiro Suda. He's a really good voice actor. And he's getting a lot of work this season. Oh, yeah. So next up is uh, we got an action comedy by J.C. Staff called uh, Do You Love Her Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attacks. Otherwise known as, everyone's calling it Isekai Mom. Isekai Mom, yeah. <laughs> um, it, has been a, it has been a long-standing joke in our friend group where we have wanted to see like a, like a magical girl mom show. And this isn't quite that, but it kind of, but just hearing like the, the description, I was like, okay, this actually kind of reminds me of that idea. And because general premise, guy gets, guy gets transported into a video game world. Ooh, we haven't heard this before. But the trick is, he also got brought along with his mom. Also, it's a government scheme. Yeah. Is that going to be explored (laughs) or explained or is it just going to be jazz hands? Uh, it looks like a, pretty funny show um uh the pv was like explaining everyone's like class and yeah and age and everything uh the government agent it was like age her age was like i'm not gonna tell you yeah but it was listed as um the mom's age i don't know if you caught it it said mother's secret oh of course <laughs> well yeah because uh they're like his mom looks like she's too young to be his actual mom yeah because she's a very attractive lady and he's like a he's 15 years old and she's probably in her 30s but she doesn't look it at all Mm -hmm. she and i'm actually looking forward to this i think it could be a very cute potentially funny show see it's it's like stupid kind of funny yeah so it has to it it has to be funny without being too stupid yeah or else it just kind of gets in the territory of boring yeah same thing every week absolutely so it needs good writing that's that's for sure i mean anything needs good writing but yeah What's, what's next up is quite possibly one of the most anticipated shows this season, and certainly one Crunchyroll is pushing a lot. Doctor Stone. 
Yeah, they are. This is their big money maker this season. Crunchyroll's like putting out trailers and all this promotional material for it. And not, and I don't blame them. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people like, or or at least a good friend of ours talk this series up a lot. In like, the internet, talking yeah. up a lot. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. really seem to like it. And our friend's justification is it's not a typical shonen series, and I think that's a point in its favor for sure. It. It looks very... It, it's fascinating. It's going to be fascinating because the whole concept is, if you've seen the promotional materials, then you know, but it's basically trying to rebuild the world from scratch after society has been destroyed, pretty much. Yeah, it's like a... What was it, like 3,000-something? Yeah, something... Like, a long time. A few thousand years have passed. I think it was only like a thousand or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, but anyways, yeah, that's... Like, everything in society, all the people, all the animals, everything got turned into stone, and people are slowly starting to uh, break out of, yeah. of being turned into stone. And yeah, this uh, main character is like, he wants to fix everything via science. Yes, with the power of science! <laughs> and they really want to press that he's a science geek, because his shirt or whatever it is, it's very pretty. Jacket. Yeah, it says E equals MC squared yeah, on it. It's like, that's science? People people know what that is, right? Yeah. <laughs> How do you do, fellow scientists? Yeah, I... And then you've got his best friend, who, he, who the main character is referring to constantly as you big oaf, and he's just the muscle. You need the brain and the brawn. Yeah, he looked pretty funny in, in the PV. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I found this. It's good, like, use good. it to, like, crush it. <laughs> yeah. I found this other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it, it looks really good. It looks um, like a charming show, and I, from what I understand, it's also supposed to get, it's into a little bit of dark territory, because you have, like, the, you have the main character who wants to save everybody, but then you have this antagonist who wants to save only a select few people. He wants to save the strong ones. Yes, exactly. Or like, yeah, I think his, I think his uh, motivation was rebuilding society from the ones he deems worthy. You know, yeah, like that those people should exist. And that seems really fascinating. Yeah. So this is another, I think, promised Neverland situation where the uh, same thing with like Shield Hero, where the source materials very loved. Uh, it's still kind of new. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's hyping it up, hyping it up a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It it could be like just judging from I can't really say it, just judging from this PV, but just judging from history, like uh, Promise Neverland in Winter, like everybody hyped that up and loved it, and it turned out to be my favorite show that season. But that was just because it was handled by a really good studio and had absolutely impeccable like art direction and voice acting. The the same amount of people hyped up Shield Hero and Shield Hero, <laughs> I thought was. It's good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still a good show. It's just not promised never so, be good. But who knows? Maybe I'm hoping that it's more so the uh, the former rather than the latter. I mm-hmm. I want it to be a really good show, and I have faith that it could be because it seems fascinating enough. So yeah, definitely gonna yeah check this out. Uh, next up is a Ensemble Stars this is a music slice of life by David Productions, and it's a boy. It's a boys' idol yeah, show. It's That's... a it's a boy idol, pretty boys. If you like it, you like it. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. I'm I, not really interested. I, yeah, I I'm not really much into idol shows in general. Like Zombieland Saga being the exception, but uh, but yeah, this looks like people are going to. People are going to either like this or they're not going to, really. If you like idol shows, particularly boy idol shows, then I'd say check it out, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I already know for a fact I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, that aside, we got a action comedy from David Production as well. Yeah. <laughs> David Production is producing, like, a few things which, this season. Which, which I'm sure this is going to be what they're sinking most of their time into. Yeah, just judging from the PV. Oh my god, so, the PV was... Uh, Fire Force. I... Um, it's a series that is made by the same guy who did Soul Eater. Yeah. And I I was like, that art style looks familiar. Oh, that's why. Because it's Soul Eater. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, um, general premise is... Um, I think it's like, 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 uh, like it looks like fifties kind of looking. Yeah. It's, it says, uh, year 198 of the solar area in Tokyo. So I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a new era. Like, because if I remember correctly, each, um, uh, each era in Japan is determined by the, em- by the emperor that's currently ruling over it. And so mm-hmm. when one emperor dies, that's the end of his era. And then the next era is the next emperor and so on and so forth. So but it's year 198. 
So right. I'm pretty sure it's just like a fantasy version of Tokyo. Uh, yeah, it defi- sci-fi, not fantasy. Yeah, it definitely says Tokyo on their uh, fire helmets, which I think yeah. is actually really cool. But it looks like 50s, 60s kind of technology. Uh, but the idea is people explode into fire, and then they also become monsters. Uh, but there's also, uh, it happened to other people, but they didn't uh, turn into monsters. They just got ability to control fire in some different way. Yeah, and it's just all the different ways that people can control fire. The main person, mm-hmm. the main character, can shoot fire out of his feet. So, so, so they're firefighters that fight fire via using fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how this works. Maybe their fire is stronger, so they put out the other fire. Uh, maybe they absorb them or something. Yeah. I, I have no idea how this is supposed to work, but just judging from the PV, oh my god, da- it was David, hype as fuck. <laughs> yeah, David production is sure is seriously putting in their JoJo's Bizarre Adventure money into this. Oh my god, it looked so good. Like, yeah. the action and the music and everything about this PV looked great. I... This is definitely one of the shows I'm going to be watching this season. Yeah, like, agreed. No contest. I'm, I'm going to be. So, next up is a music slice of life show. We've had a couple of those this season. Um, by Studio Lerche called Given. It seems like it might be, like... Yaoi, but with music, sort of. Because uh, yeah, the description it's, it's like said, romance boy band thing. Yeah, the it said in the description it was alternative love, an alternative love drawn by Kiza Natsuki. So it kind of makes me wonder: is that supposed to mean that it's supposed to be like a gay romance show? Which okay, fine. Like I'm sure some people will be into it. Or is it supposed to be like more like friendship or something like that, platonic or some whatever? Yeah, Point the trailer being, didn't really point to romance. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure a lot of people would think that it does. I, I, me personally, I didn't see it. But anyway, it looks like, the, at least the music sounded like it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're into, like, good musical shows, like, it kind of seemed like it was going to be focusing more on rock. But, it, which kind of makes me think it might be a weaker version of, like, Beck, Mongolian Chop Squad. I've heard that show is really good, by the way. I've never seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it either, but... I just know that it's about a boy, like a band of guys just traveling the country on tour. And it's supposed to be like their kind of adventure across the country. And this is more just like, oh, it's a rock music club, pretty much, is what it, the impression Yeah, the, the main character, he like, I think it's um, basketball and playing the guitar he really likes. And then he just starts kind of falling out of it. Uh, he meets a guy who ends up, uh, I think, fixing his guitar. And after that, he gets like super into it and then conflicts uh, ensue and they play music together and it, it looks just kind of like a drama like, like yeah. a musical drama yeah which i'm sure it, i'm sure it could be good i'm and it definitely for a certain group of people but it might be one of those shows that is kind of eked out for me this season like oh, I, i'll give it a shot I, i'll definitely give it a shot as well so uh next up we got a uh fantasy adventure by studio nexus which I when I saw this, I was think this PV. I was thinking it's like okay, so it's sort of like somebody just looked at Modica and then looked at uh, Evangelion and just decided to throw it into a blender because it's magical girls controlling like mech creatures, pretty yeah, much is what uh, it looked like. Grenbelm. And we were watching this promotional video and we saw, it's like, man, that art style looks really familiar. It kind of reminds me of ReZero. Turns out it's done by the team that's doing ReZero. Yeah, um, <laughs> Not the studio, just like the... The director. Uh, yeah, the char- and the character designer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, the director and the character designer. Uh, director Masaharu Watanabe and character designer Shinichiro Otsuka. Yep, and it looks like it's just gonna, like I said, it's kind of... Just looks like it's going to be Monica Magica meets Evangelion, and probably there's going to be some tragic magical girl shit along the way because that's the modern magical girl trope. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it looks uh, good. like all the character designs really look really cool. The animation look pretty smooth. The mechs look pretty sweet. Yeah, and the main mech looks a lot like a Unit One. Like I. I can't say this enough. Not nearly as lanky. No, not nearly, but it just kind of like the glowy parts of it and stuff like that. I was just like, okay, I got Unit 1 vibes just looking at this thing. But point being, it could. I think that this is a series where it could be very good or it could be very bad, I think. Because modern Magical Girl shows have been sort of... A crapshoot, really. And they like they've been trying to be like dark and subversive, but usually are just kind of laughable with how bad they are. <laughs> Magical Girl site. 
for instance. <laughs> still need to finish that. Too. I still need to finish that too, just because I want to see like how stupid it possibly gets. Like I'm at that point, I'm just committed. I want to see how much of a dumpster but, uh, fire. But Gr- Grandbaum looks looks really good. Yeah, I think it's worth looking into at the very least. I I'm looking forward to it. So uh, next up. What was it? It's Hensky. Are you willing to love it, fall in love with a pervert as long as she's a cutie? Um, I saw that basically the general premise is like he, the main guy it is like is a member of the calligraphy club, right? Or he was helping them clean after school one day. Yeah, yeah, one of those. And he was cleaning the calligraphy club, and so he notices one day that the. Um, that there's a note left for, left for him on the debt on a desk. He opens it and it just says "I like you," and next to that note is a pair of a girl's panties. And he basically, he's trying to determine which of the four girls in the calligraphy club wrote the note and left the panties there for him. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of Ichigo 100%. If anybody's ever read that or seen that series, I recommend reading it. To be totally honest, because it's one of the few like etchy harem shows that I thought actually was pretty good. Like, actually a bit of an emotional ride. Yeah, it's not a lot to say about this show. Um, it's looking like it's towing the line between trashy and funny. I think it could, I if it go if it is just trashy enough, it could be a great show, quite frankly. Like, once again, I thought Ichigo 100%, the manga anyway, Pretty good manga, actually. Very good. I read it in high school. I it still it still reminds me of like uh, it's one of those series I still look back on fondly. I I have no idea where the show is going to go. Once again, could be incredibly trashy or could be funny. Could be both. So next up is how heavy are the dumbbells? That are how heavy are the dumbbells that you lift? This looks like it's uh it's dipping more into the trashier. A direction because it, it looks very, very etchy mm-hmm. from the material we've seen. Yeah, but uh, it looked kind of funny. Honestly, yeah. like I, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It, it looks like kind of one of those guilty pleasure yeah. watches. Absolutely, and it seems like it's gonna be like it's a bit of a harem show, except told. I mean, no, it's not a harem show necessarily. It's more like an etchy show seen from the perspective of one of the girls rather than a guy protagonist because. The main character is a girl who notices, who likes to eat, but then also recognizes, I'm getting fat, <laughs> so I'm going to go to a gym. I can't help but think this is another one of those targeted anime where they're trying to get people to do something. Yeah, exactly, like how a laid-back camp's like, get outside, you fucking mm. weebs, or or Sweetness and Lightning is like, for the love of God, have children. Yeah, they're trying to get people to work out yeah. via this anime. Like, I, I think it'd be pretty interesting if they actually get into workout methods yeah like, like detailed into it but also at the same time it's just like oh well you got to work this muscle then this specific way also look at these anime girls abs <laughs> yeah and then maybe it'll pull a cabinary of the iron of the iron fortress and have like oh, epic back-, back muscles oh my god yeah <laughs> how to ignite fetishes i didn't know i had <laughs> next so- up Don Machi Season 2, also known as Is It Wrong to Try and Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon Season 2? I've never seen this show. I've it's, never uh, seen the first season. It's really good. It's uh, the, the first season, without spoiling anything, it's just a RPG world that feels a lot like an isekai, but it's not actually an isekai. Uh, it has very good character designs, very memeable girls. Uh, very good character designs, with the exception of Hestia's weird ass boob ribbon. Uh, that's what I mean by memeable. It was yeah. she. She was definitely like the girl of the season. Yeah, <laughs> back when the show first came out, and I don't remember when. Uh, I feel like it was years ago. Yeah, it probably. feels. Like I know there was a spinoff series about uh, Artoria. I think her name was the girl. The girl that uh, Bell fell in love with, yeah, right? The, and kind the of inspired him. Girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, I heard about that recently as well, but I've never seen anything about this show, and I don't know, like, I might give it a look, but I don't know if it's something I particularly want to binge right away. Like, it's one of those shows that have been on the back burner for me for a while, so I could get, I'll probably give it a look eventually, but for people who are fans of the first season and the spinoff, this is for you. So, uh, next up, we got uh, an action-adventure by on- Encourage Films, Isekai Cheat Magician. At least the music will be good. Yeah, the uh, 
this the guy doing the music did the soundtrack for was it Maiden Abyss? Yeah, Maiden like Rebu Maiden- Starlight. Um, uh, what were the other ones? Yeah, uh, see, Yoshiaki Fujisawa, mm-hmm. Love Live. Yeah, Love Live and uh, or oh, not Maiden Abyss. Sorry, that's um that's a different guy. Uh, what was the big one I was uh, thinking of? Uh, Place for the Universe. Place for the Universe. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, Maiden and- Abyss is like an American guy or a European guy or something, something like that. Like that. But point being, I think the music for the series will be great. But not much else. Yeah, the PVE looked incredibly. It's bland. <laughs> yeah, it's bland. Yeah, it's it's bland. It's 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 just very bland. It yeah, seems very flavor boring. of the month isekai garbage that the, didn't look interesting at all. Because stop me if you've heard this one, guys. A pair of people get transported to a fantasy world where they're not where they're not. Where normally they're just kind of your average people. Here they're incredibly powerful magicians. It just sounds about as bland as you could possibly get. Yeah, I, I'm i going to give it a shot just because I really like that uh, that music director. Yeah, the music director did really good. I mean, for the previous shows that he's worked on, like Place for the Universe and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But And if nothing else, it'll be good to hear the music. But other than that, I don't really see much else reason to watch yeah, this. The best way to enjoy the PV is to close your eyes and just don't watch it. Just listen to it. Yeah, just listen to the... Because <laughs> it had, it had uh, good music in the PV. Yeah, listen to the pretty music. Next up, a series that I actually might need to uh, might need to binge and feel more compelled to binge. The second season of Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san, also known as Skill Teaser Takagi-san. Yes, this, uh, this first season, I watched it a while ago, like a good while ago, and it's amazing. It's just, it's funny. Uh, it's adorable how they, they, she's always trying to tease him, but... Like, he gets back at her, like, uh, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just girl teases guy because she secretly likes him. Mm-hmm. And the guy secretly likes her, but they never say it to each other, so... So it's like a, it's like a more, somewhat more wholesome version of uh, Kaguya-sama. Yeah, it's a lot less, like, bombastic and meme yeah, than Kaguya-sama. And also a little, and a little bit less... A little bit less mind gamey. Like there's like Oh no. Well you, it's less like, ridiculous. Like okay, yeah. There's still less lots over of the mind top. games going on. And there's no narrator to make it seem even more over the top. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd say it's kind of fair to compare it to Kaguya. It's just like a lot more down to earth version. Yeah, exactly. And younger kids too, so it's a little bit more innocent. I, I think guess. they're in like middle school. Yeah. Even though they look like they're in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, and Takagi and Takagi's big ass forehead. It's a five head. Yeah, no Six shit. Head even. <laughs> she's got a, she's got a giant forehead. Yeah. But yeah. it it looks like a lot of fun and definitely something I was like, okay, I've heard the show is good. After seeing the PV for this, I'm like, okay, I might need to watch this show actually. Because I feel a lot more compelled you to watch it. Yeah, two weeks. Yep, I've got two weeks. Two weeks to binge it. That'll be plenty of time. It's like twelve episodes. Yeah, twelve episodes. I could I could watch an episode a day and be done before that mm-hmm. point. So who knows? So, uh, next up is, uh, Kochiki Wakai Nobunaga. Uh, it's basically, what if Nobunaga was a pretty teenage boy? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty much, I guess they just wanted to make, uh, Nobunaga a husbando material. Like, if you, yeah. um, if, unless you were somehow, like, uh, thought Nobunaga from Drifters was, uh, husbando material, which I'd question your tastes, because, holy crap, he's terrifying <laughs> in that. But yeah, it's... It looks very shoujo, very pretty boys. Not a lot of substance there. Yeah. It looks like it's marketing towards the people who like pretty boys. Pretty yeah, much. pretty boys uh, swinging, swinging around swords and cutting and down things. I want to reiterate that making a show marketed towards people who like pretty boys is not bad. Or on High School Host Club was a fantastic show, and that oh, was marketed abs- towards those kind of people. I mean, and high and Host Club, to be fair, was kind of a subversion of the of those tropes. But at the same time, it was marketed toward those. And yes, it was a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Here, it kind of and it could just be eye candy, but and something I'm not personally going to yeah, be into. I don't even think I'm really going to watch the first episode. Yeah, me neither. Like the like the sword fighting animation and stuff from what we did see didn't look particularly impressive or anything it just like it looked kind of flat and static and just kind of churned out pretty much yeah exactly it's an original so like it's weird i don't know where this is coming from i mean studio dean is not like a huge does not have a huge 
is not a particularly huge studio, like, and their animation quality has never been, like, amazingly top-notch. I mean... Mm, uh, they did, uh... They did Konosuba. Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, oh they did! Seven Deadly Sins was uh, I've actually really seen, good. But I haven't one, seen Seven Deadly Sins yet. Well, once again, you know, separation of studio and staff. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, just generally from what I've seen regarding Studio Dean, like, Konosuba has never been, like, about, like, was never really about, like, its action sequences, for instance. So, real quick. Uh-huh. Real quick. I am looking at the staff right now. And the director is uh, Noriyuki, Noriyuki Abe. Does that name sound familiar at all? Yes. Remind me again who that is, though. No, guess. Go ahead and guess first. Noriyuki Abe. It sounds like... Was he behind... He wasn't behind Samurai Champloo. That was... No, major. it's a pretty big thing, though. Oh, it's It's Bleach. Count. Okay. It's the uh, oh director, storyboard, episode director for uh, Bleach. Okay. I, I was like, all right, I know I've heard that name. I... Like, I remember seeing it. GTO as well. Storyboard oh, for okay. GTO. Director for GTO. Uh, great teacher on Izuka, if you yeah. don't know what that is. Okay, so he was a former Puro director? It's what it seems like? Because I'm pretty sure studio. Because I'm pretty sure both of those shows were um, uh, done by Studio Puro. Uh, I'm not sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, Noriyuki Abe, huh? <laughs> oh, God, maybe I actually have to check it out now. Hmm. It might actually be worth looking at it. Like, barring some of our initial, like, uh... <laughs> it's still, like, everything I, everything I said before yes. is, I, it holds true. The PV looked incredibly boring and bland and static. Yeah, and it... And who knows? It could, it could surprise me. It very well yeah. could surprise me, but... I don't know. Like, Bleach eventually kind of went completely off the rails. That could also just be source material problems, but... I don't know. So... Next up, Lord L. Malloy, The Seconds Case Files. It is another goddamned fate <laughs> spinoff. <laughs> it looked really good. Oh, like, no. Visually? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting it. I'm just saying, as if the Fate series didn't have enough shit going for it and enough stuff that you needed to keep track of. But it looks really good. And I actually am... I'm actually looking forward to this one because it's a... It's the from the perspective of a Waver Velvet from Fate Zero. He was the master of Iskander in that ser- in that series, and he was a great character. Like, I saw like a little bit of Fate Zero when you were watching it. Yeah, uh, but I never watched it, and I've actually never seen an entire Fate series to completion. It's I'm part of the crowd that's like, oh god, Fate is too intimidating. I have no intention of ever getting into it because it's just so much. Yeah, there's and so- I know it's good. I know it is. But I, it's just, it's just so much, man. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. And, like, I'm probably going to watch this just because I liked Fate Zero. And, but there's still more Fate stuff that I need to watch. And at the same time, there's just too much, yeah. man. <laughs> like, there, there's just way too much. So it'll probably be good. Um, it's being handled by Studio Troika. Uh, just recently to Bloom into You, they did Recreators. Elden Zero. Recreators. That was the show that deserved way more credit than it yeah, got. Yeah. It's because like, it was behind the Amazon Strike paywall, I think oh it was. God, at the yes. time. Anime Strike. Uh, I'm glad that's gone, to be quite honest. Yeah, but still. But still, that was a series that should have been way bigger than than it was. and Because yeah. I adored Recreators. It's a, you know, seasonal fate. Mm-hmm. More fate stuff. Uh, next up is Machikado Mazoku. It's a comedy fantasy being done by JC Steph. Uh, it looks like Moe Blob stuff, so yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah. right up your alley. A cute Moe Blob show about a, a girl that wakes up with demon powers, but she doesn't actually have any powers. I think she, like, just has the horns and the tail. Yeah, so, and it's kind of seems like it could be kind of funny because, like, her whole shtick is that she's supposed to defeat, like, a magical girl who lives in her neighborhood. The problem being, she's ridiculously incompetent. She's actually, the way that they describe her in the uh, description is, she has less power than your average teenage girl. (laughs) Yeah, it just looks like a Moe Blob comedy that I'll probably check out. Yeah. Looks adorable. It looks cute. Like, the art styles look cute, but I I think I saw that, I'm like, oh god, that's a lot of pastel coloring. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it it looks like something that could be relatively cute. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. I, I just don't know if I'm going to watch it. So next up, kind of on the subject of more demon people, 
Mausama retry. Uh, it looked incredibly boring. Yeah. What is with the main character's design? He's yeah. got he's got like a massive forehead and an it's, even bigger mullet. Yeah, I'm not big on the mullet design. He he kind of reminds me of that character from Yu Yu Hakusho. You know which one I'm talking about? Um, crap, I can't remember. Toguro? Not Toguro. Uh, Sensui, I think is. His oh name yeah, right? the other not as interesting yeah, villain. The guy who's who who was willing to gamble a shitload of money. Well, I don't. I, no, it wasn't Sensui. Crap. It was. I forget his name, but he was someone that Yusuke's sister, I think, fell in love with. Anyway, briefly. far less interesting show. Yeah, it's an lo- action adventure being done by uh, Akachi Apilka, which mm-hmm. is the name of a studio, and I, not anything that's made up. Yeah, it, not the name of like, not like an author's pin name or anything like that. It sounds like somebody sneezed. Akachi <laughs> Apilka. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but it's a isekai where uh, a guy gets summoned to an, into a fantasy world, and he meets a girl, and he's a dark lord, and... Yeah. I it, don't care. It's it's Overlord, but somehow... Gonna... It's Overlord, but somehow less interesting. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not even gonna give it a shot. I don't think so, either. Alright. Uh, this next, next up, one, though. Yeah, um... Oh, Maidens in Your Savage Season. It's a uh, romance done via uh, Studio uh, La Duce, I think it is. But uh, the biggest thing for this is it's got uh, Masahiro Ando on board. Yes, and I I remember hearing that name. I was like, okay, that name sounds really familiar. Why I was driving myself crazy, like thinking, where have I heard that name before? And then you were looking through his works. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's right. He's worked on uh, Cowboy Bebop, Full Metal Alchemist. Ghost in the Shell. He was the director for Sword of the Stranger, which, yeah. holy crap, that movie's great. That The fight animation's so damn smooth. He's just done so much good stuff. Uh, Wolf's Reign, he directed Seriously Jaeger. Yeah. Just absolute killer background. Yeah, and... So this... And this seems a little interesting, because this it looks like it's gonna be a little bit more... He seems to excel in, like, action sort of stick in action styling, because, like, with series The Jaeger and stuff like that, he was really good. I've never seen any of his more down-to-earth stuff, like uh, Hanasako Iraha, but uh, this is seems like it's uh, kind of going way out of his comfort zone, so we'll see how he can do. Uh, so so the, uh, the general idea is it's girls in a literature club together, they're like, what do you want to do before you die? One says, I, I want to have sex! And, and that uh, is apparently the spark that's pushing them on uh, their 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 path towards adulthood. So it looks it looks fucking amazing. It looks like, really good. The character designs, the animation looks so good from the PV we saw. Uh, it's got a lot of pedigree behind it. It's probably going to be pretty well written. I'm definitely going to give it a shot. It yeah. looks like probably the best drama of the season. I think so too. It's probably going to be the best drama of the season. I'm. Looking forward to it. So next up, Restage Dream Day. So a little bit of a correction. This was the series that I said, oh my god, the pastel coloring in this shit. <laughs> because yeah, this, it's, it's a fucking mobile game. It, it's yeah, a mobile adaptation. idol game adaptation. It's about as generic looking as you can get. Yeah, like, it's like cutesy, just cute girls. Like... There was so, like the colors were so bright, it was actually starting to hurt my eyes a little bit. I'm like, oh god, I can't look at this for an extended period of time. Yeah, it looks like a cash grab, honestly, and just to try and promote the mobile game or something. Now, whether or not the mobile game is good, and whether or not the show the show will be any good remains to be seen. I know for a fact I'm not going to watch it. I I just know I'm not going to. Yeah, me neither. Um, there's a uh, the fifth series of Symphogear... Gear. I don't know what it's about. I'm not going to start it now. Because uh, it's season five. If you're interested, there it is. <laughs> yeah, in about two weeks. We got a uh, uh, Life music from Sea Station. Uh, oh, Star Me You, third season. Uh, it looks like Very Pretty Boys don't know what it's about. If you like it, there it is. And this one actually, God, this trailer was actually really fascinating to watch. Like I loved like the soundtrack and stuff. Oh yeah, this is the this was a Persona looking one, right? Yeah, this yeah, is the ones uh, within. It's a drama by Studio Silverlink. I'm not entirely sure what studio has been behind that. Lots but... of Fate Ilya. Okay, which is like the Moe slice of life Fate. Um, 
No known Biori as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this it's um. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, let's players. It's let's players basically <laughs> forced into like a death or survival game situation is what it feel is what it seems like based on the premise or the description of the premise. Uh, I don't know about death game. Uh, it's just they're they're putting a game and they have to do the game to make it back. So and maybe it's a death game. Yeah. But it's like. Let's put let's players in a death game and have them get out of it. The the catch being each of them are good at different types of games. And so like one of them looked like he was good at like fighters and he looked like a delinquent. He had like the face mask on and he had like a metal pipe or something. Rise up gamers. Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> like the art style and the music direction at least seem to be appealing enough to where to where this is worth checking out. Yeah, the it was just a character PV. Yeah. So it was just kind of showing off the characters. It was very stylish. Yeah. I will I, say. And, I, and I'm intrigued enough to at least give it a shot. Yeah. It, I, I It definitely reminded me of Persona 5's opening. The the game, not the TV show. So, so next up. Uh, yeah, next up we got a MAPPA show. It's an action drama called uh, To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Now... I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about this one because on one hand, I've seen like some of the stuff that Map has put out recently and I've enjoyed most of the studio's work at least. I don't know about individual directors. On the other hand, this also seems like Fairy Gone. Like it, just the premise and stuff reminded me a lot of Fairy Gone. Yeah, it looks like a boring, ver- a more boring, <laughs> equally boring version of Fairy Gone. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't want to, you know, be too harsh. Yeah. So so it's like there's a war, uh, they make super soldiers, and then the war's over, so the super soldiers have to find out how to live in society. And there are people who are kind of keeping them in check, it seems. Yeah, the and, characters didn't, the character designs didn't look particularly inspiring. Yeah. It, it looks very, like, like I, I don't really know how to feel about this so far from what I've seen. Yeah, exactly. It's just another one of those, I don't know how to feel about this one. Like, it seems like another fairy gone thing, which, who knows? Like, maybe Map, maybe Mappa will do better with this seat, will be do better with this kind of series, but we'll see. Um, the, the director, he's done, Hajime no Ippo was the thing. Okay, that, that's that right. Was, uh, and that was definitely the thing that made me go, hmm, okay, maybe the direction will at least be good. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Least. So, next up is a sports show called Tri Nights. It's about rugby. These boys do not look like they should be playing rugby. <laughs> yeah, and we we couldn't find a PV for this, which I really wanted to see because, like, I don't know how you're going to fit pretty boys playing rugby because rugby's all about, like, big muscly men smashing their bodies now, together. Now, dirt there can, and grass yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there could be some there could be some attractive men who play rugby, but at the same time they're usually going to be pretty freaking big or at the very yeah. least have a lot of lean muscle to them where they're actually going to beat the ever loving shit out of each other. Rugby is not a, a not a good sport for these type of characters. So so the main character he was in love with rugby but he stopped because he he's just, he's a small boy. He didn't grow anymore. Uh but then he met another guy who's uh I guess really good at rugby and then kind of like gets him a little bit more into it and then they become uh this duo, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they they use quote unquote tactics as their weapon. So it sounds like Rugby, but they're the small underdog, so they're using their brains to so, with everybody. Isn't it so kind of like Hinamaru Sumo then, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they're they're not big sumo guys, so they're kind of using like tactics over like they're using brain over brawn. Which well, is- <laughs> in in uh in Hinamaru Sumo, the main character is small, but he doesn't use tactics. He just fucking man charges in there anyways. Ah, I see. But yeah, there's a lot of characters in that show that do have to use different. Uh, different methods. So it's it's uh, by Gonzo. So they've done some. Uh, what, what? The the one thing that I know that Gonzo's done really well is the Count of Monte Cristo. That anime is is absolutely fantastic. Oh, Gonzo did Hinamaru Zumo. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. So maybe that explains why they're so similar in concepts. Yeah, um, Gonzo's like a really old name, right? Yeah, Gonzo's been around for a long time, about as long as like JC staff. Not nearly as long as Madhouse, though. Madhouse has been around for fucking ever. Yeah, this is an incredibly long list that I'm not going to read right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, so, it, it might be interesting if we get to see lots of 
kind of like Prince of Tennis-esque brain uh, or mind games. How they're like, oh, I have to do this to win. But like I said, we didn't really see a PV for any of the animations, so Absolutely. can't really say much about it. Uh, next up, we got a uh, fantasy adventure by Maho Film with a very long light novel name. As as is typical for light novels, Jesus Christ, just make it a simple name, for God's sake. That is, it, it's untranslated, so I will do my best. It is, uh, Uchi no kono tame naraba ore wa moshikashitara mao mo taoseru kamo shuranai. Did you get that? <laughs> Good. <laughs> because, Jesus Christ, that was a mouthful. Um, we got a main character called Dale. Am Dale. <laughs> who uh, finds a girl in the forest who's supposed to, she's like a little devil girl um, with a, I think she has like a criminal mark on her. But he, he brings her back home and then raises her and it looks like it's just kind of like a. It looks like it could be a relatively wholesome show. Yeah, like personally, like because it's about like familiar. It seems like it'll be about familial bonds and like uh, father and like father daughter like uh, paternal love or something like that. I if if they're smart, they won't try to make it. They won't try to make it like the daughter actually starts to actually get feelings for the dad. Well, it's not like it's a birth daughter, but, so it wouldn't I mean, be like incest. I mean, legal te- incest. <laughs> technically, I mean, technically not, but it's still just like oh. Come on, it's just such a trashy thing, I think. Like, oh, of course she falls in love with him. Just yeah. like this, I am expecting a dark turn for the yeah. show. Yeah, because the to be fair, the PV for this did look like ridiculously schmaltzy. Like, yeah, about very as, happy. Like about as cutesy as you can get. Like, oh, look at look at how sweet the little girl is. Because that's the one thing that kept yeah. going through my mind. I was like, oh, she's so cute. It's just like at the end of this first episode or something, she's going to have a knife in her hand and it's going to be bloody. And it's like, oh, she has a split personality or something. Because she's a criminal. So either uh, she was born and they just branded her because she was, you know, that's like, oh, she's a, born as a demon, so we brand her a criminal. Or that, or she did something really shitty. Who knows? So who knows? Yeah, it's worth giving a shot, at least. So next up is another, like, show that I'm fascinated by because I've heard, like, the, I've heard, like, the manga it's based on is incredibly good. It's like Vikings meets Berserk. And... Vinland Saga, and it's being done by Studio Wit, and but judged by the uh, the PV, Wit did not disappoint with using oh, its sweeping camera angles. Yeah, it looks absolutely gorgeous. All the action scenes looked amazing. The CG did the CG that I did see in the trailer did look a little clunky, like or at least at the very least obvious that it was CG. Not it looks serviceable. Fit. Yeah, exactly. It it definitely seems more like a function over form type of thing. So we got um, Thorfinn. A Viking son with a very Viking name. Yeah, about his Viking uh, His dad gets killed by a mercenary, and he swears to get revenge. Uh, but then he has to go join that same mercenary band, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he gets caught up in a war, and shenanigans ensue. So, it kind of... it's It reminds me a little bit of, like, a Viking version of, like, 91 Days, actually. you You know what that series is, right? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it was. It's basically the same, a similar type of story, but instead of uh, mafia, it's Vikings, a Viking revenge story. Which a revenge story is about as simple as you can get. But the fact that uh, Studio Wit is bringing its A game with uh, the sweeping camera angles and the fight choreography and stuff, I have no doubt that it's at least going to look good. And I've heard good things about the source material too. So yeah, I'm very confident it's going to be an incredibly interesting show. Absolutely. I'm going to watch the deal and I'll probably end up watching it all the way through. If anything, just for those action scenes that look really amazing. Absolutely. So So, uh, so last last on our list? Last up, we got a comedy by Studio Passione. Not to be confused. Not to be confused with the um, uh, the mafia organization from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Uh, Studio that's done a bunch of uh, cutesy girly stuff. Uh, Wasteful Days of High School Girls. I... I don't think I'm going to watch this one, just based on the PV. Like, yeah, the PV seemed very bland. Yeah. Boring. It seems more like boring slice of life than it did comedy. Yeah. But uh, you know, maybe the comedy is more... Uh, Through the dialogue, which yeah, we couldn't subtle. really tell because it wasn't because it wasn't subtitled. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't really anything interesting. It mostly just seemed like I was highlighting the characters. Yeah, there were two PVs. One of them highlighted the characters a lot, and like, and showed all the different girls. I think they were even using the intro song, like, or what I imagine they're going to do for the OP. 
where it's just all the girls like singing different parts. And you had like a big cast of characters. I'm pretty sure it's all the girls in this class. And then their male teacher. <laughs> he just looks like a you know, boring guy. Yeah. Probably doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Yeah, it doesn't really look that interesting, honestly. Yeah. Indeed. So that's all for the full length things. Uh now on to the TV shorts. We have a few TV shorts. Oh, not really nearly as many uh, promising TV shorts as we did last oh, yeah. season. Um Spring was really good for short form shows. Absolutely. Um the first one is Are You Lost? Uh, a simple to the point a simple to the point uh survival show, pretty much, with comedy elements is what it seems like. Yeah, improvise, adapt, overcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Survivor Man, but you have waifus. Exactly. Because she's just like, oh, there's like one girl who seems to be in charge of everything. It's like, go do this and do this and do this. And she like broke, and she like broke like uh broke like something, like a fruit or something over her head and just like doused herself in its juice or something. Cause no, that was a uh, blood. Oh, it was, it, it was blood, blood from a t-shirt. I think it was. Ah. She, she, uh, it actually might've been juices, but yeah, she was just, it looked like she was just squirting blood all over her head <laughs> in the PV. <laughs> It, it looks of, like a promising little short form comedy adventure. Yeah, exactly. Show. It's just oh, we're in the middle. It's we're in the middle of a deserted island. We have to try and survive for a while. Is what it seems like. It seems like it could be cute, funny. This next show, I won't even think about watching just because its art style looks absolutely yeah. atrocious. It looks like it's centered towards <laughs> children, so maybe so maybe I'm being a little harsh. Hakata Mentai Pirikaroko Chan. I I didn't even bother reading the description because it looks like a it, crayon drawing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Little kid show that I'm not really interested in. Uh, and I'm I, not interested in this next one either. Oh man, I am. Uh, Magical Senpai. It's a comedy etchy by Leiden, Leiden Films. Uh, it's a girl who likes magic, but she somehow manages to get herself in incredibly compromising positions every time she does a magic trick. Yeah, she's terrible. She likes magic. But she's terrible at it. and No, she's good at it, but she has stage fright. Oh, really? So whenever she has an audience, she does terribly, apparently, is, is how it's uh, explaining it to be. Mm. But yeah, like the... It's super trashy looking. Yeah, it looks about, like, just about as trashy as you can possibly mm-hmm. get. So, like, I'm gonna... I'll probably watch the first episode, and then... Because I, I watched the first episode of uh, Why the Hell Are You Here, Teacher... Last oh, season, yeah? and that was because it's like because sometimes you get really trashy shows that are still really funny. Yeah, uh, like um, oh God. what was it? Kajo? Of... Yeah, Kajo. Kajo was a really good one. Um, and um, what's it called? The Killing Bites. Oh, Killing really Bites, trashy fun show. Kill, yeah, no, Killing Bites is a was a really fun show, but it was absolute hot mm-hmm. garbage. But so yeah, there's like a dove coming out of her skirt. Yeah, one of the things. Is a lot yeah, of... just apparently she has doves hidden in her bag. Fan service, uh, just <laughs> but it might be funny. It, it could very, it, it could shot. be very funny. Uh, then we have SD Gundam World, which is more like kind of chibi Gundam. Stuff. I haven't seen SD Gundam since I was a kid when it was on Toonami. Mm-hmm. I think I don't even remember if it was on Toonami or not, but I I remember not liking it then, and I probably won't like it now. It's <sighs> like a. They're not toys, but they're just, like, tiny Gundams. Oh, so it's kind of like Transformers Go-Bots. But it's, like, a world where there's no people. Mm. Like, they're the people, I mm. think. If I'm remembering this right. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. And then lastly, uh, the seventh season of Yami Shibai, <laughs> which apparently is actually a pretty damn creepy show. Like, it kind of relies on sort of, like, a kind of puppetry sort of aesthetics and... And stuff like that, and it looks really creepy. It's not like Thunderbolt fantasy puppets, but it looks, but it kind of is, uh, it kind of looks like old fashioned, like kind of a, pa- kind of like paper cutout puppet sort of deal. It actually, from what I've heard, it's pretty fucking creepy. So never, if you're into horror, never seen it myself. Yeah. Then there are a few, quite a few leftovers this yeah. season. You got a Ace of Diamond, more, which we did not watch. Yeah, more baseball stuff, which, because I think that was also. A sequel? Yeah. Like, uh, I think this is, like, part two of a sequel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carol on Tuesday, which is carrying over. Hopefully we can watch the first 12 episodes soon, because Netflix limbo. Ugh, God, I hate you, Netflix, sometimes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Demon uh, Slayer, which is amazing, and we're definitely going to keep watching that. Oh, absolutely. I think that's, uh... 
Uh, it's either going to be the only carryover show or also, what was the other one? Fruits Basket. Fruits Basket, which, which it's not listed on here. It's as not listed a, on any chart, which I don't know if that's a mistake or if Fruits Basket is supposed to be taking a break. I, I hope not, because from what I've heard, it's supposed to be sta- slated for 63 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I I want to be able to watch as much of it as I can, because it yeah, seems like such so a, it seems like such a pretty and such a good show. I, I'm uh, moderately worried that it, it might ha- it might stretch itself out too thin, or like I, I don't know much about the source material. Um, I've heard that it go the source material goes on for quite a while, and it's basic. And since this is a series that's getting pretty much the Brotherhood treatment, I think they're trying to adapt it as close to the original source material as possible. So I don't imagine they're gonna go. Uh, they're gonna go like spread mm. themselves too thin or anything. And there's a uh, Uno, which we never even watched because the trailer looks like so much garbage. And also the the inter- the general consensus on the internet is that it sucks. Mm. Well, glad we didn't watch that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, that's it for for carryovers. There's a couple movies coming out. Uh, the Konosuba movie. One movie in particular that yeah, that is the one. The one movie in particular I'm looking most forward to. Uh, what about Weathering with You? Fuck, that's right. <laughs> the was it Makoto Shinkai? Yeah, it's another Makoto Shinkai film. Yeah, it looks like it looks amazing. It's getting a worldwide theater release, so really want to see that in theaters. That's coming out in uh, a little under a month. Yeah. And then you also have for you have a few like um you have some mo- another movie that I'm sure some people are going to watch is uh Free Road to the World Yume, which is supposed to be like a remake of uh Dive to the Future. But and it has an added new episode or whatever. I I never watched free. I'm never going to watch free. But I might eventually mm. because it looks really good. It's Kyoto animation. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard so. I've heard that it's okay. I've just never really been interested enough to give it a shot. Nah. I, I yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch it because I don't <laughs> think that everything that Kyoto Animation produces is gold, but I, if nothing else, Kyoto Animation looks good. Like, yeah. holy crap, a lot of their shows look good, but... Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much everything that's gonna be coming out in summer of 2019. Yeah, we've got, uh, we're going to be, over the next few weeks, just watching some of these shows as they come out, talking about them on the show. Um, eventually, we're just going to be cutting them down to six shows, and we're going to be very briefly talking about, uh, ones leading up to the like our six shows before we start getting more in depth with how we talk about them each week yeah. but it's going to be another another change in format thanks for sticking around with us for this long guys we we're still trying to figure shit out <laughs> i'm having like i'm actually looking forward to the season it looks like it's gonna be there's a lot of stuff that are that is definitely worth watching but then there, there's a lot of stuff that's just like it seems like a, a more solid season than this uh, spring. Cause spring had a lot of good stuff, but there wasn't any like like yeah. ama- big amazing things like uh, like Vinland Saga, Doctor Stone, Fire Force. Yeah, Those yeah, are the main three. Yeah, spring was definitely just sort of a kind like of Titan was like the blockbuster of spring. Yeah, and the, and that doesn't technically, and I wouldn't even say that technically counts because that's the second half to a season that premiered like or that started a few seasons yeah. before. But uh, we'll be talking about the finale for spring uh, pretty soon once everything actually wraps up. Yes, we'll, we'll which it should be out. wrapping up in the next two weeks. Yeah, and then um, when when this next season actually starts up, when we start getting shows that we can watch, we'll start doing our weekly release schedule again. Yep. Mostly talking about all the shows and shooting shit for the first few weeks. Absolutely. So anyway, looking forward to this season, you guys. Until next time. Until next time, anchor away, take care of yourselves.